Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. My neighbor has been living with his parents his whole life because he couldn't work due to some psychological disorder. I don't know exactly what it is, but he walks around his house all day, observing it from all possible angles. He watches his house or his car in the garage constantly. Sometimes he watches from inside, just staring outside absently. When you walk past him and greet him, he never answers, not even seeming to notice you. Occasionally, he walks around the block with his old leather suitcase and sunglasses on, 
always returning quickly. When he notices something that doesn't seem right, he calls the police, even if someone turns around in the car in his driveway or parks near it. When I was a child and we had birthday parties where the parents parked their cars near his driveway to collect their children, he almost always called the police. When I come home late at night, his front door is always open a little bit, with him sitting behind it and watching. Sometimes when friends are over and we go for a smoke outside at night, he comes outside and goes to his garage. He has very bright lights installed and pretends to check his car at night, even at 4am of course. It's kind of disturbing, but you get used to it over time. On the other hand, we never fear any burglars breaking into our house because we know our neighbor is watching. Been living next door to this guy for 10 years now. He's a single man 60 years old now. At first he seemed way too involved and overbearing and needed to control everything we did in our yard such as what we planted and where we planted it. We couldn't do squat without him coming over to tell us what we should be doing instead. Most of the time we went with it just to appease him. But after a couple of years we decided to make our yard the way we wanted it instead of trying to make him happy. That's when all hell started breaking loose. The I'll call him Steve started texting and calling and emailing daily directing me to do all sorts of things. Take a picture, run it up to the drugstore to print it out for him, always two copies. Example of such a task would be to run over to his house, take a before picture of a plant or bush, then take an after picture after he has pruned it just ever so slightly. Why he wants or needs two copies of this is a creepy mystery. Then he'd send me a picture of a random old clock he saw in a picture and would want me to locate the clock needle in a haystack to say the least and purchase it for him and he'd pay me back. I also had to go into his house and print out random files for him all the time because he couldn't figure it out he said. Every single time I showed him how to do it and even sent him instructional videos but he never stopped needing help with it and all sorts of random stuff nonstop all day. I did it all just to keep him appeased because he's creepy f. But it soon got overwhelming, and if I didn't respond and run over there to help him immediately, he would blow my phone up or come looking for me and accuse me of hiding from him. He would see that I would be leaving, and he'd run over and stand in front of my car to make sure I helped him first. I started leaving the house just to breathe a little bit away from him, and he would bug me non-stop about when I would be back. When I got back, he saw it even if I tried to be sneaky about my return, and he'd text and say I saw you got home, telling me I needed to go help him at that time. If I reach out my front door to grab the mail real quick after checking that he's not out there, he immediately comes out of nowhere and accosts me to do something for him. It's a nightmare and I feel like I'm a prisoner wearing a straitjacket. As if that's not enough, Steve lurks around in the dark in his house at night. I now believe it's so that he can spy into our house easily. We noticed early on that his lights were never on when he was home, even if it was dark out. He flips a light on for a second, then flips it back off right away. Several times or night, all throughout the nighttime sleeping hours, he shines a light into my bedroom upstairs. It lights my whole room up and wakes me up if I happen to be sleeping. I had my son confront him about this, and he said he thought someone was stealing gas out of his car, and he was checking to see if anyone was outside. His car and my upstairs bedroom are nowhere near each other. 
I got so creeped out after a bit that I put thick blankets over the windows on that side of the house so that I can have complete privacy from his eyes. While in his house one day, I looked out the window towards our yard to see what his view looked like, and he said, Yeah, this is where I watch you guys from and see everything you're doing over there. Once in the middle of the night, I couldn't sleep and went outside in the pitch black and set up my camera and tripod to get some night sky shots. Within minutes, I heard a whistling coming from his pitch black yard, and he said my name in the darkness. I couldn't see him and didn't hear him come or go. How the heck did he know I was out there in the middle of the night in the first place, and why did he feel the need to make sure I knew he was there watching me? I get the willies just thinking about this incident. Super creep factor alert. My bedroom is upstairs on the side of the house that faces his house. Every single night when I go to bed, no matter what time it is, Steve also goes to bed. I only know this because he flips his upstairs light on momentarily, and when he does, it lights up my entire room even with blinds and curtains drawn. Then he goes to the bathroom and his toilet is right beside the window, and his window does not hide anything. We told him when we first moved in that his bathroom glass was not privacy glass, and that we could see everything over there, and that we have a young daughter. He has never made any effort to conceal his bathroom activities. I am super creeped out that he goes to bed whenever I do. Like, okay, they are done for the night, nothing else to watch here, I might as well go to bed. I have videoed it a hundred times because nobody believes that it's not just a coincidence. Every single night without fail, no matter what time it is, he will flip his upstairs bathroom light on about a minute after I go upstairs into my bedroom for the night. Over the years we have been planting evergreen bushes along the property line to try to get a little privacy from him. Every time he has harassed us during planting and told us not to do it because he likes to see over here and needs us to leave him an opening at least. We did not, and he has had trouble eyeballing us so he actually paid contractors to come in and dump truckloads of dirt into his yard to build it up by three feet all along our fence line, and now when he stands in his yard, his creepy head sticks out over top of all we did to gain privacy. Our six sections of privacy fence are now reduced to less than four from his side. Our six eight-foot evergreens are now useless. His head easily peeks over top of all of them when he is standing in his yard. We have a small section of eastern red cedar trees along the front portion of the property line which are too tall for him to peer over even after building his property up several feet up there. As soon as the final dirt and stone were hauled in, and he found that he could not see over them, he went to my husband's work and harassed him about cutting them down by several feet because he needs to be able to see over them. Hubby said no thanks so Steve went directly to the city to complain about the trees. City came and looked and said there was no problem with our trees and they can't make us cut them short. Next day Steve is out there with shovels and a hatchet digging all along the property line and cuts all the roots that he can find that come from our cedar trees. I called my husband at work to ask if he wanted to come confront him and hopefully make him stop, but he said let it go, and if they die we'll just plant something taller there. So far they are still green so we'll see if he succeeded or not soon. When he is outside working in his yard, he will be quiet as a mouse if we aren't outside. But the second one of us comes out, he starts drumming on the bottom of a bucket or doing a weird scream like he got hurt. He makes these noises non-stop while we are out, then he stops making them when he thinks we are back inside. 
Every single time he leaves the house, even if only for a minute, he immediately does his property line patrol walk where he inspects everything he can from his side to make sure we have made no changes since he left. He has often accused us of touching his trees and that we weren't to do that because they are sentimental to him. He has also accused us of taking things out of his yard, which of course we didn't and neither did anyone else because a few days later I'll see the said missing object in his yard mysteriously again. He has all sorts of weird shit placed around his yard, including bowling balls. He has said many times that we aren't to plant anything in our yard when he's not home and has complained to us when he's come home to find that we planted a flower somewhere. We put a lock on the gate along the side of the house because he had just always helped himself to our yard and even came into my house one day when I was in the bathroom with the door open. I made it abundantly clear he was not to do that again. After we put the lock on the gate he complained about it and will not drop it, saying we are locking him out. I can see his yard from my upstairs windows, so before I would go outside I would take a quick peek to make sure he wasn't out so I could enjoy my yard for a minute, but every single time I went out, he came out immediately. Clearly, he just sits over there and watches us all day and all night. A couple of years ago I had it all up to my eyeballs and sent him an email asking him to not require me to do all his personal assistant stuff anymore and that I was done and needed to use my time for our things. I also asked him to not come into my yard when he sees me outside bequests I try to get bird and nature pics and he always pops over and scares my subjects away after I've sat quietly for 20 minutes to try to get a shot. He was always creeping up behind me out of nowhere when I was out and always pestering me to stop whatever I was doing and go do his stuff. He has a perennial flower assortment in his yard and has several yard tours each year. Our yard is extremely well landscaped with many unique trees, bushes and perennials and when he gives his tours all of his guests can easily see into our yard since he built his up so much and they all comment about our yard and ask questions about what we have over here. This burns him up, and he always says, Eyes over here, this is a day for flowers, which always stuns his guests. We have always done a lot of digging and landscaping, and we have often encountered bones that appear to be femurs and the like. This guy always comes running over and says not to call the authorities, and that the people before us buried a bunch of dogs in our yard, and also that this property used to be an Indian burial ground, and that it also used to be a trash dumping site back in the 1800s. We asked him what was the big deal if we took it to have it checked out, and he said that if a human bone was found here, the state would come and dig up all his precious dailies. So we have a running joke that he is a serial killer. Another really weird thing this guy does is he opens and closes every car door including his trunk, every time he comes or goes and several times throughout the day. Sometimes he will come outside, do the open and close routine, move his car forward a foot or two, then go back inside. Then a little later he'll come out and do it all again, but move his car back to where it was originally. His driveway is right beside my office or computer window, so I could see him coming and going and hear all the openings and closings of doors and trunk all day before we put the privacy evergreens there. He always opens his passenger door to place any tiny object that he is taking with him, such as an envelope, on the passenger seat instead of just putting it over there after getting in his driver's side. Oftentimes he will put said small object into the trunk instead. He often returns home and opens the trunk to pull out the tiniest thing. 
He will lock the doors and take his small item inside, then come back out a minute or two later and open and close all the doors again and retrieve one more small item. He will do this routine and retrieve his items one at a time until he is finished. It's such a distracting noise, hearing a hundred car doors opening and closing all day. It makes no sense, and I wonder if he is doing it because he's nuts, or if he's trying to irritate or distract me, or just get my attention. I have no idea. One day he came to my front door with a high-end Nikon camera and user manual and instructed me to go ahead and read the manual and learn how to use the camera so that I could show him how to use it. At that point I had seriously had about enough and told him he can read, and he can go through the manual and learn it for himself. That would have taken me many, many hours to do. He did not appreciate that at all. Once he showed up and dropped of an antique slide viewer that was broken and instructed me to take it apart and fix it, and that he needed it by said date a couple of weeks ahead. I returned it to him a few days later and said I am not any sort of technician and I can't fix it. A few days later he brought it back again and told me I didn't try hard enough and that I was to fix it for real this time. I held on to it for a few months, then returned it saying I tried like hell to fix it, but could not. As of now, I have not had to look at that dang thing again. We had a windstorm a few months ago, and a small tree limb off of one of our large pine trees broke and fell into our yard. The limb happened to hang slightly into his yard while it was attached, so in his mind it was his limb and we weren't to touch it. He came stomping over here complaining that we cut the branch. He was livid and wouldn't drop it. We told him we didn't touch it and the wind broke it, but he will not drop it. It's our tree though, we can cut it if we want anyway. I have a million stories to tell about this guy, but I doubt many people will get this far into my story as it is. It did feel nice to vent at least. Thanks for reading and allowing me to vent. After edit, after getting hundreds of comments about why I'm still allowing this behavior, I need to clarify that a couple of years ago when I said I told him I wasn't going to do all of his assistant stuff for him anymore, and to not come over here anymore, he has not come over except for once, and I just shook my head and came back inside without saying a word. He left and has not come back. He has gone to my husband's work a couple of times though. He has not called or texted or emailed either. That part is over, thankfully. We still have to deal with other things, but I mainly just wanted to see if this was as bad as I feel it is, or if I'm just too sensitive because I have the willies so badly. Most people have been helpful and supportive and have made very helpful suggestions which I am thankful for. As for the three four bones we found while digging many tree holes over the years, they could be to all kinds of animals, including small barnyard animals that people around here used to have running in their yards. We didn't take it very seriously, but it's still creepy, especially after what he said. He's just so weird in so many ways and says odd things all the time. We really don't think he's a killer for real. It's more of a joke. I used to live next to this Batchet insane lady. She was probably around mid-fifties and never left her house. Each time I would step out for a smoke, she would scream at me while I simply minded my own business on my porch. Things she would yell included, but not limited to. Stop putting those chemicals in my house. I saw you stealing my stuff. Bring back my ex item, I know you stole it. It'll call the cops on you if you keep coming around here threatening me. 
I know you're just waiting to murder me. She had a few screws loose for sure. I basically would laugh at her empty threats and ignore the rest. Tonight, I want to start by saying that I've never shared this story with anyone before. I'm a 32-year-old woman named Kara, and everything began about two weeks ago when I moved into my new apartment. I had already finished unpacking because I live alone and didn't have a lot of things. Later that day, as I was getting ready to go to work, I grabbed my bag and keys. While I was walking to my car, I noticed someone coming towards me. It was a lady who appeared to be around 45 to 55 years old. She looked like she smoked a lot, seemed very tired, thin, and weak. Her eyes had big bags under them that got even more noticeable the longer I looked. Hi there, you must be the new neighbor, said the old lady with a voice that sounded really rough from smoking for a long time. Yeah, I just moved here three days ago, I replied politely. Then I noticed she had something in her hands that she was hiding. She seemed really excited to show me. She saw that I noticed it, and that made her even more excited. She had a big smile on her face, but it looked kind of scary. Her teeth were not straight, and some of them looked like they were rotting or missing. Her gums seemed like they might have bled earlier. Her lips were dry, and she had blisters on them. She really frightened me. I want you to meet someone, she told me. Then she showed me what she had behind her back. It was a strange-looking doll that looked a bit like a coconut. Um, thank you. Nice to meet her, I said. I just said what she wanted to hear to avoid any trouble. Sorry, but I have to go to work. I'll see you later, ma'am, I said in a polite way. You don't have to be so formal. You can call me Emma, she said. Just before I got in my car, I nodded, got in my car, started it, and drove out of the parking lot. I glanced in my rearview mirror for a moment and saw that the lady was staring at me intensely while holding that strange doll and rocking it. I thought maybe she had been using some substances because of how strange she acted and looked. After work around five hours, I drove back to the parking lot. As I entered, I saw Emma sitting right in the middle of the road, playing with her doll. I couldn't believe my eyes. I said to myself, what on earth is she doing, in complete surprise. As I drove past her, she noticed me in my car and gave me a creepy, decaying smile. I smiled back, just trying to keep calm. I parked my car and got out. In my head, I kept repeating, Please don't come over here. Please don't come over here. As I walked toward the entrance, I tried not to look at her, but I couldn't help it because I heard her saying hi and singing something. So I kept walking but also glanced at her. She was singing in a slow and creepy voice, repeating the doll's name over and over. I sped up my walking a bit, and just before I entered the building, I looked back to see if she was still singing, but she had stopped. She was standing holding the doll in one hand, and the other hand was on her chest. She looked visibly upset for some reason. We were just standing there, looking at each other for what felt like a really long time. Then I snapped out of it and mouthed sorry before going into my apartment. Without looking back, once I got inside, I locked my door. Emma really scared me, and I didn't want to be near her anymore. I mean, she wasn't being mean or anything, but she just gave me a weird feeling. I put down my things, went to my room, turned on the lights, and lay on my bed, sighing. After a moment, I got up and started cleaning up my mess. I went to the window, a little scared of what I might see but there was nobody there. 
I felt really relieved. Part of me thought Emma might be looking at me through my window, but I woke up at a strange time and checked my phone on my bedside table. It was 4.30 in the morning. I tried to understand why I woke up and turned on the bedside light, because I felt wide awake for some reason. While I was lying in bed, I started hearing strange tapping noises, and I got really scared. I'm someone who often listens to scary stories and has become a bit paranoid. I didn't know if I should get up and check what was happening or just stay in bed and wait for it to stop. The tapping noises stopped after about a minute, and then I heard some shuffling and what sounded like a whisper. At this point I was really scared, but I didn't know what to do. Suddenly, everything got quiet for about five minutes. I was still too scared to get out of bed when, out of nowhere, my front door slammed really loudly. This scared me so much that I jumped out of bed and started checking every room to figure out what had just happened. I didn't see anything, so I started getting even more scared, thinking I might be going crazy. The last place I checked was the bathroom, and I looked in the shower to see if someone was hiding there. But to my horror, something was in there, but it wasn't a person. When I saw it, I figured out who had been in my apartment. It was the doll. I don't understand why she broke into my place just to put this silly doll in my bathtub. It doesn't make any sense, and I still don't know why she did it. After this strange incident, I realized how odd this lady really was and how she could be a danger. I wondered how she managed to get into my apartment, how long she was there, and what else she might have done aside from leaving the doll in the bathtub. The next morning, I searched my whole apartment to figure out how she got in. After about ten minutes of searching the apartment and checking all the doors and windows, I noticed that my bathroom window was unlocked, and it was even slightly open. This made me really scared, and I got upset with myself for forgetting to do something so important like locking all the doors and windows. I realized right away that this is how she got inside, and she probably left through the front door because it was easier. I went to talk to the apartment manager and explained everything that had been happening. I told them I might have to move out soon because of the strange and scary person living next door. Luckily, the apartment staff understood my situation well, and they said they would talk to Emma about what happened. They offered to give me the next month's rent for free if I chose to stay since I had just moved in and didn't have much money. I decided to accept their offer. About a week later, and after nothing else strange occurred, I heard from the apartment staff that Emma was being arrested and might be sent to a place for people with mental health issues. They told me that when the manager tried to talk to her about what had happened, Emma confessed to breaking into my apartment. However, she later got very angry and denied everything. She had a tough time and got really angry with the manager just because he wanted to talk to her about what she did. This made her act aggressively, and the police had to arrest her. I have to admit, I felt really relieved when I heard she was arrested. It meant I didn't have to be afraid of her anymore, and it gave me hope for my new apartment. I threw away that creepy doll and decided to move forward with my life after going through such a terrible experience that year. I never want to experience something like that again. We used to live in a big house that they converted into several smaller apartments. The downstairs neighbor was a gigantic guy who was on disability. My mom and stepdad would do little chores for him every now and then for money on the side. 
Well, one day he calls up and requests me 15 at the time to come down and walk down the block and pick up a sandwich from Subway for him, and he would buy me a sub too. I figured it was no big deal, so I went down there to grab the money. When I walked in the apartment smelled like fermented a hole, and he was blaring hardcore porn. It was super awkward. After that one time, he could keep calling and asking me to go get him food, but I turned it down. I have lived at my apartment complex since 2021. It's a pretty big place with lots of buildings, lots of people, and lots of dogs. I have a dog myself who is unfortunately reactive. I generally just keep to myself when walking her and pivot if we see someone walking towards us. Many months ago I started seeing this guy show up at the same time I walked my dog. He would be walking to the dog park on the far back entrance. He sees how my dog is and makes no attempt to give us space. In fact, there are times where he even gets closer to us. This has happened for months. I begin to think maybe he is just dense, unaware, etc. And think maybe he's just trying to let his dog play early in the morning before work. So I start taking my dog out 30 minutes earlier. He starts coming out at the same time too. 30 minutes earlier. Again, he does not try to avoid me even when I am actively trying to get away from him. He never has said a word to me. He is constantly showing up right after I leave no matter what time or however often I deviate from my schedule. The other day I am out with my mom walking my dog and we see him across the parking lot walking towards us. He has always expected me to move out of the way even though I am there first. Plus my dog is pooping so I can't move lol he walks like two feet to the right of us so of course my dog is going ballistic. My mom noticed too and said that's weird. Well tonight it happened again. I said screw it, I will move out of his way because I don't want to deal with the headache. So I move off the sidewalk and walk next to this fence, keeping my dog on a tight leash because she's freaking out. As we are almost right next to each other, but several feet apart, I look over and see he's kinda behind me and still walking towards the park. I get back on the sidewalk and my dog suddenly jumps behind me in a protective stance. I turn around and this man was standing less than 10 feet behind me facing me and staring, not saying a word. Apologies for the novel, just needed to provide background info. What are your thoughts, and how should I address this creepy neighbor?